Welcome to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, and Hal Burns Truck and Equipment. Your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it. Now, here's your host, David Swope. Good morning, everybody. Saturday morning, September 30th, Spencer Hill. Filling in for David Swope this morning. We got a party in the studio. RJ Lees, as always. All right. We got a noisemaker over here to my right. Of course, Stevie Cruz in the studio. Steve, what, what are you doing so amped up this morning, man? Uh, I think I'm still wired from last night, man. Uh, so yeah. it, it was Friday night. We nice quiet evening. Oh, yeah. Me and the wife just uh, kind of... In bed by nine? Uh, uh, this morning, I think she's still there. <laughs> <I think. laughs> no, it's good. Good to see you. What have you been up to? Uh, let's see. We're still working on that old hot rod of mine. Um, uh, let's see. Been DJing a few gigs. Uh, we'll talk about some coming up in our uh, report coming up on the um, um, what's the report? Law Tiger event there calendar. Yeah, Law Tiger that, event. There you go. We're see? waking up this morning. Yeah. Now we're. Wait. I've only had six cups of coffee. So I got to have some more. But no, uh, everything is great. I've uh, been working on that '79 Chevy truck. Almost got it done today. I'm excited because today we put the final coat of paint on the bed. So Congrats can, on that. That's awesome. We can get the bed back on the truck and... Uh, Moving forward. Oh, my God. It's been working up for almost two years now. It was... Oh, it's crazy. Crazy. But uh, it's it's good. It's a good feeling when you almost got this thing done and uh, getting it all back together. It wasn't supposed to be a frame-off project, but it turned into it. But uh, the square-body trucks are starting to bring back some good money. So uh, we almost got this thing done. So I'm really stoked about today and got a bunch of friends coming over and at the shop today. So it's kind of a little reunion. So we're going to have a blast. Can't wait. And right here I'm here. I'm hanging out with you. I know. You're hanging out beautiful with Spencer, morning. Got RJ. We got Dan in the glass. I mean, man, it's a beautiful day today. Good yeah, start. And let's go to Dan. Dan, what have you been up to lately, man? I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, just living life, working, uh, doing my thing. I got to say, it's mornings like this. I'm glad radio is not a visual medium. I, yeah. yeah. I, you, I feel you on You do lovely. Night. You look great. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, RJ Lee's every Saturday morning bringing us the Law Tiger event calendar. RJ, you've been holding up all right, buddy? You've been busy, my man, doing all right. Uh, of course, trying to find all the great events going on, but it's that time of year. It's my favorite time. There's still some car shows. There's still some cool events, a lot of cruises, a lot of swap meets, a lot of different versions of events instead of your traditional kind of like show and shine, which I'm just a big fan of. I'm ready for it to kick off. Well, let's jump right into that Law Tiger event calendar, and we'll go straight line racing right away over at Albuquerque Dragway. Of course, we have Streets of Strip, presented by Yearwood Performance, and a little bit more. Go for it, RJ. Yeah, so we have a Sunday event that's going to go on today. Uh, well, also the Streets of Strip going on today, Saturday, I apologize. It's the New Mexico Mopar Club and the Junior Dragster Races. So it's going to be a full fun day going on today from 11 to 4. And then tomorrow we're going to have an October Classic, the big junior race, with gates opening at 9 a.m. So a two-day event where it's Saturday and Sunday this week for Albuquerque Dragway. And I am going to throw to Steve right away just because, I mean, oh, thanks. hey, no, we got to talk about something cool. We Man, do have something. Well, well, we can still talk about junior dragsters. That's always good for the children. Oh, I mean, yeah. The we got to get the kids out there, participate. Big race for the kiddos. Yeah, it is weekend. today and tomorrow, and uh, people need to get out there and support them because that's our future, those children out there with their little junior dragsters. Used to be little lawnmower engines, but now I think they're like uh, 150 horsepower, uh, massive motors. They got. And you and know what? It's Steve? crazy. And they haul butt. I hate to say that. I mean, I they sure do. Almost to 100 miles an hour in the eighth mile. Come on, these are little 12, 13, 14 year old. I mean, Spencer can relate. He's been he was doing mini sprints and uh, and, the, and go karts back in his day. These things go, go, go. And uh, yeah, people need to get out there and support those kids for the uh, 
junior dragsters. 100% so. agree. I'm as amazed as much as you are yeah. how fast these little junior dragsters are. are going nowadays. These kids, they can wholly, barely hold up their helmet half That's right. the time. That's right. They strap in these rocket ships. They go down. It, it is amazing yep. to see. So get out there. Go support the future of our sport. That's it. Uh, That's it. Get really out cool there. to see that race coming to fruition tomorrow. Right. All right. Now we'll go over to some dirt oval. Vado Speedway Park will kick us off. So Vado actually, so this is the first time in a while I've seen there. They're actually taking the weekend off because pretty much it's the Southern New Mexico State Fairs going on. So you know what? It's a good event for everyone to go. It's in the same area. So they're going to take this weekend off and then continue their season with the uh, next week, October 7th, for their weekly racing series. And then with that, we'll go over to Aztec Speedway now. Uh, they actually added a race. Last race of the season going to be October 7th, RJ. Yeah, so this one, it's for, it's a great race. It's a great cause. It's a fun event that they have planned, which is going to be it's the IMCA and the USRA championship that they have planned at um, at Aztec. And it's pretty much, it's a it's all the proceeds. It's pretty much it's these versus the cancer. So all proceeds are raised are going to a great cause. You're going to see everything from stock cars to the um, Dwarf Modifieds, B-Mods, Tuners, Hobby Stocks, Sport Compacts, and Stock Cars. A lot of great events going on here. It's to kind of finish off their season. They're not anything this week, but to start off October, they're going to finish their season strong. And there's some madness going on at Sandia Speedway this weekend. Man, that's one way you can put it. No, Modified Madness, one of their big events that they have playing at Sandia Speedway, is going on. It's uh, running U.S. Area Modifieds, B-Mods, Stock Cars, and the Non-Wings, Mini Sprints. And the cruisers are all going to be out there. So modified madness, you're going to see a lot of different racing. Right it's going on. to start on six, and a lot of good time that you can find out there in dirt of Sandia Speedway. And I do want to add, guys, on that we are now switching over to the daytime races, the late afternoon races at Sandia Speedway. So racing is now going to start at 4:30 p.m. Uh, instead of 6:30. So make sure you get there a little bit earlier. Earlier today. Yep. As these temperatures start to cool down in the right. evenings, want to get right. these families home and right. back into something warm before it gets too miserable, too cold. But good to see Modified Madness back on the schedule. Of course, the Sprint Car Stampede will come up next for Sandia Speedway to close out their season. I was just over there yesterday doing some testing with the Legend Car side over at Suka Circuit, uh, right across the fence from Sandia Speedway's Clay Oval. And they're getting ready to do something very exciting that they've been talking about for a long time. They're actually working on sealing over the entire road course what? area in the skid pad. Really? So they are working. They were uh, cleaning the surface. They were washing all the asphalt, what's left of the asphalt at least. And uh, <laughs> they were in process of getting that sealed over. So I know that the road course side is going to be temporarily closed for the next couple of weeks as they move through that sealing process. But uh, it was good to have boots on the ground over there and see that they were making uh, strides forward. So always appreciate everybody trying to make things better for the local community here. As far as racing goes, with that, I know that Alien Speedway is also racing tonight. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through these last few pretty darn quick. So we're going to start off with Alien Speedway, where they're going to have their USRA Championship Night with uh, the B-Mods, Stock Cars, Hobby Stocks, Bombers, and Junior Cyclones are all going to be out at Alien Speedway. Uh, Legacy actually finished off their season yesterday. They had a great Friday, the Night of Champions that they had. That was their season finale where they came to finish everything with their modified stock cars, B-Mods, Hobby Stocks, winged mini sprints, and cruisers. They had a great turnout, a lot of good racing out there, so shout out to a great season legacy 
a lot of stuff that we're moving out there, so want to give them a good, you know, representation and the night of of champions that they deserve. And then Moriarty, always on two wheels, we've got to finish off with the Sunday Funday Prep Day at the Yucca Main Point, Main and DKD Electric Mini Track. From 10 to 3, practice is open for all riders, racing or not. It's going to be a fun time there. Starting to close off their season on two wheels. They're having fun Wednesdays usually on their kind of like the mid-week practices, and then they finish strong usually on Sunday. And, RJ, we have a few car shows still running. Yeah, these are, like I said, they're going to be a mix of shows. So there are a few, it's more, I say, events. So there's a fall fest that's going on in Santa Fe. It's at the Rail Yard District site in Santa Fe parking lot. It's going on today from 3 p.m. to 10 p.m., and we're going to see car shows, live music, vendors, food trucks. They have a family movie night. They plan later on. A lot of special club cars are going to be out there. It's just kind of a, you know, it's a fall festival, kind of get everything revved up. I mean, Santa Fe, Disney, some love. Between, I mean, the State Fair, then we have this great event going on, and then falling to Bloom Fiesta, a lot of great stuff to do kind of in the central New Mexico. Yeah, like you said, with Balloon Fiesta coming up, uh, definitely a few more cruises before the end of the season comes and everybody bundles up their cars for the winter. Yeah, speaking of cruises, we have the Aztec cruise that's going on. It's going to be on from 4 p.m. till dark is what it says. It's a cruise your stuff. It's what they're known for with some fun racing out there. And it's going to be on Aztec Road. They're going to start from Princeton and head east towards Vassar. So it's a cool thing that they have doing. A lot of different cars. I mean, everything from show cars to the old classics to just anyone who wants to be a part of it. So a lot of cool stuff going on for sure. And then two more left on the Law Tiger event calendar. I'll let you roll through those, and we'll yeah. talk about something very exciting on the other side. Heck, yeah, we got Cops and Rodders going on. That's Cops and Rodders. So what do we have? It's a second annual event that they have. It's a car show from 10 to 2. That's going to be at Bosque Farms, 1040 uh, Arena Road. That's benefiting Special Olympics in New Mexico. So a great cause by the police department. A lot of cool cars are going to be out there. So if you're for cars, trucks, or bikes, go out to the Bosque Farm area. And we're going to finish up there there's gonna a little thing i couldn't even find a flyer for this but there is actually an uh, an annual electric car show in santa fe as well it's at the plaza that's going on from 9 a.m to 1 p.m at the santa fe plaza which is 63 lincoln avenue and celebration of all electric modes of of uh of transportation from drivers from uh Daily drivers to the EV drivers to vendors, expedition, a lot of cool things that kind of shows the growth of the electric vehicle and some new ones they have coming out in Santa Fe. So a good way to start off. If you're in the area, go celebrate with the car show. Thank you so much for that, RJ. Of course, that was the Law Tiger event calendar. Stay tuned. we got a lot more on the other side. We're going to talk a little bit about Hot Rod Rumble with Steve Haydu and a lot more coming up. Don't turn that dial. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. Hey, Albuquerque. This is Brian Erlacher. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio, 1017, the team. This is Al Unson, four-time winner of the Indy 500. You've been listening to David Swope of the New Mexico Motorsport Report on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, and Halburn's Truck and Equipment. Here's David. 
good morning and happy race hey, hey, day, hey. everybody. We got Stevie Cruz in the house. Morning. And as you can wake tell, up. he is uh, a lot more alive than most people are on a Saturday <laughs> morning. But hey, it's a beautiful up. day today. It man. is. It's great. It's already great. Hanging out with degrees. good friends at the studio. Everything's good. Dave's gone, so let's just get crazy. All right. I like it. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a lot of memes going around on TikTok right now right. about, you know, oh, the parents are out of town. That's and right. then they put the most just weirdest thing that they possibly can like on the couch or on the counter right and you know what we we got stevie cruz in the house so it's gonna get wild yeah yeah, the problem is parents i'm the grandpa nowadays so i I gotta i gotta get up early and make sure i take all my meds so i'm all up and ready to go now oh man let the dogs out all the the dogs out good stuff are you sure you took all of them this morning i don't know i'll I'll double check all right all right i got that i got a pill boxes monday you know sunday monday tuesday so i I think i did the right date with coffee it adds up yeah the two S's always mess me up, the Saturday and Sunday. I don't know if that means take both. Sometimes you just mix it <laughs> yeah, up and you just, it. whatever you come out with, you come out with. Good right? looking colors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got the rainbow selection. So you, you have a nice piece of paper in front of you, and you were telling me My, about this hot rod rumble that's coming up. And That's it, right, Albuquerque that's Dragway. That's a big show, man. Yeah, we call it the Fall Classic. It's in junction with the 60th anniversary at the Albuquerque Dragway. So I want people to come out October 14th, two weeks from today. That's right. You'll see nothing but nostalgic racing and car show and a lot of hot rods. Back in the day, we called them the gassers. we got the super stocks coming down from Denver and Phoenix and our local boys. They'll be doing a, a competition racing going on. Plus, we'll have our own local boys come out. And like I said, it's in conjunction with the car show. And it is the pre, um, let's see, we're, let's, of course, it's Saturday. Gates open early. Get out there uh, 10 o'clock. Show runs all day. We're going to have a top 10 best of uh, trophy which we do, and uh, actually they're beautiful trophies, all handmade, not your store-bought stuff, So, uh, which is very unique, uh, which people love that. Of course, we do on the drag racing, we got street stock, and then we have the drag stock, drag racer. So if you're a street car with street tires, you run in one class. If you're a drag car with the what we used to call wrinkle walls, you run in the other class. And then the winners of each of those class will go off together, and we call them top, uh, top eliminator, king of the hill. So they'll be the top guy for the 60th anniversary at the Albuquerque Dragway. So it's always a, a fun, action-packed day. We'll have some vendors out there and get to meet a lot of old friends, new friends. So, like I said, it's a drag racing, uh, uh, nostalgic-style racing. At the same time, a car show where everybody comes out and mingles. You just kick back. You park right there on the racetrack or behind the racetrack, the staging lanes. We circle all the hot rods back there in the cars. And, uh, and then, of course, the pits will be full. So it is for pre-78 cars, pre-78 vehicles. So if you're 78 vehicle and older, you can come out. People always argue, oh, how come you can't have a 79 or 80? Well, the problem is then you start getting into the different body styles and the Fox body Mustangs, which run from, what, 12, 15 years? I think they made those. I, I'm, I'm not, you know, and once you start seeing those cars come out, even what year it is, I mean, what are we, 2023, and we're talking 1978, so, so. Some people say, you know, if I have a 1985 Camaro, why can't I run? That's nostalgic. Well, theoretically, yeah, I guess, depending on your age group. So who knows? We may change that down the road. We kind of have that argument occasionally. But uh, we try and keep it more nostalgic theme. Like 40 Fords will come out, 32 Ford Coupes, and uh, uh, there's a couple Henry J's that come out. And, of course, uh, the Hot Rods and T-Buckets and uh, just all uh, sorts of cool stuff. I'm trying to get the GTO Club always kind of comes out. And the Route 66 Rodders, and we're going to have a meeting with them. And I'm just trying to make sure get the get the word out again, because uh, as, as Albuquerqueans, we have short memory. 
So we got to make sure we remind everybody. Sure. And the other thing is, which is always the kicker, is of course your generation, Spencer and RJ and Dan. You know, you guys are on Facebook. Everything's on Facebook, right? Well, you get these people like I'd say my age. You know, you start cricking in the you know, late fifties, sixties. These guys aren't on Facebook. Uh, majority aren't. Uh, if they are, it's a rare occasion. Some of them are in the obituary. And that's true. That's true. That's nice. So, uh, so you got to get the word out. So I make these nostalgic-looking flyers like the old days, and you hand them out, and you just got to get the word out because, of course, that generation is like, I never seen a flyer. How how do we know these shows? I said, Well, you gotta you gotta listen to the uh, New Mexico Motor Motorsport Report, right? So uh, you do so that to uh, both, where we talk about right. it and show it on that's Facebook. It. No, but on a so, serious note, Steve, yeah. I, the 60th anniversary this year at Albuquerque Dragway has been really incredible. Right. I mean, I, I think that. The funny uh, car chaos Robert was ridiculous. The Costa brothers have, have done so much this year to just right. make it a truly a memorable year for good reason. Right. right. Sixty years at any racetrack is really incredible. Uh, but to have that much passion for Albuquerque Dragway yep. for sixty long years, I, I know that it's very near and dear to your heart too. Oh yeah. How would you sum up uh, how much just awesomeness and big events that they were able to bring this year it's just it's a, it's just crazy what, what they can bring in especially being our small town a small state uh and and our racing a group for drag racers is is not a large as it would be like in phoenix or denver but it's it's just amazing the heart that uh, that the the cost has put into it mm-hmm. um they just i mean he he dumped so much what's, what's the proper way of putting it i mean he just puts a lot of money into it um, and repaving areas, the lighting systems, the PA, and he's out there all the time. And, and the whole staff out there is always just working so hard into it. So uh, Robert does a fantastic job. And of course, Jim Riedel, the uh, manager out there, he's out there every day. And it's just great. And they got big plans next year. Uh, Funny Car Chaos is coming back next year. Yes, that was just s- announced that right was announced. after the show. Yeah, so uh, they were excited to come out. It was a fantastic turnout. And, of course, the all-out call-out. There's always a great thing out there that always packs the stands. Two of those shows again next year. They just had theirs a week ago. And uh, it's just it's a beautiful facility, uh, especially for the women. They make sure the restrooms are good because we know how our ladies are. You know, the, the restrooms got to be there. I mean, we may laugh about it, but that's a serious side of, of a good event, even just like Sandia Raceway, just like anyone, like Vado. Vado is a beautiful oh, yeah. raceway down there in Las Cruces. So they're doing the best they can out here at Albuquerque Dragway. And, uh, of course, it's a lease to lease with the state. So um, we always pray that uh, that the, the state of us, that Santa Fe, always lets us uh, lets the boys, you know, sign another lease and get the racing going. So, so it's great. Yeah. It, it has been. It's been a great year. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what 2024 brings yeah. with Albuquerque Dragway. Crazy. Huh? Uh, it's just it's great to see the energy is still so high over oh, yeah. there, and to have something of that caliber right here in our backyard. Oh yeah. Uh, is truly a blessing, and we're just excited to see what the next couple of years has to bring. Before uh, we go on to the next segment, though, I do want to talk a little NHRA for you. Sure. Because I, I feel like we right. have a lot to talk about going into the Midwest Nationals well, this weekend. I've been tuning in and out as much as I can, and every single weekend is just, it seems like it gets crazier and crazier. Yeah, we're in the countdown right now, and uh, we got four more races left for the countdown with the ending in Pomona. And, of course, the other in St. Louis right now. Texas uh, in a couple weeks and Las Vegas end up in Pomona. And Coletti's coming on strong. I see after last night he qualified in first. And, of course, uh, Tasca in the funny car. He's uh, he's leading right now. And uh, so they got two more qualified sessions today. And, of course, uh, Erica Andrews 
and in, in her pro stock. Um, she's not quite leading the points, but she's first right now. And that Gage Herrera on the pro stock motorcycle is just crazy with the Heinz Vans and Heinz motorcycle. This guy's he just been kicking, kicking it. it. Yeah. Kicking it. I can't believe the times he turns. You know, and uh, it's just crazy, crazy, crazy. And, of course, he's leading in the points right now. And, of course, Matt Smith is right behind him. Matt's won five championships in a row, and he's always right on his butt. And uh, he's running a uh, – actually, he had to switch over. His Suzuki broke, and he's not running it this weekend, so he brought out the old uh, V-twin uh, Harley out, which is right there competitive. He's right now in second with him on the qualifying. So it's going to be interesting if, if you're into the pro-stock motorcycles. I know that. And uh, But Doug Coletta right now is leading the points. He won two races in a row, which he hasn't won a race in three or, or yeah, about three years. And uh, right now he's won two in a row, so he's leading the points against Steve Torrance. And uh, poor Leah Pruitt with uh, Tony Stewart's group. Uh, she's in fourth right now. Poor old Tony got caught cheating. Did he? I know. I've been I waiting for you to bring that up. that up. I know. I figured you're going to bring that up. But let me quick. Robert Heights leading the points in Funny Car. And Bob Tasca right now is in second with Ron Caps in third. And, of course, over, like I said, in Pro Stock, we got uh, Matt Matt uh, Hartford in first. Eric is in second. Of course, uh, Glenn, uh, Dallas Glenn with Greg Anderson right in fourth. So uh, hopefully the Hendricks team can kick it in and, uh, with the next few races. But yeah, back to uh, Tony Stewart. I and figured. This, uh, this is a genuine question that I had for you, yeah. Steve, because what he was caught with is what they were calling basically an ignition part yes. that was illegal. Right. And can you Which explain is kind of silly. what that well, is and why that was like Well, that I don't caught? know the technical things. I mean, if we had Jim Costa on, I mean, he'd be talking here for hours. It was something to do with electronics on the MSD for the uh, distributor system with the Magneto. Mm-hmm. Just wasn't legal for NHRA, which is silly. It's just... I mean, it, it'd be like you changing the points out from copper to, to, to gold or something. I mean, it's just something real silly. I, I, think, I think they were all looking for something to go after because of who it is. It's Tony Stewart. Yeah, but, but you that know was what? big news. But, yeah, if it's not Tony Stewart, I mean, what, what's the word? If you're, not, if you're not cheating, you're not winning, or how's it go? If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, Yeah, right? that's right. So, I mean, if anything, Tony Stewart made big headlines again, and that's what he's good at. So, I mean, he sold more T-shirts and more ball caps. I mean, it's all about that. From what I I saw. uh, Hopefully it doesn't ruin his chances. He was leading in the points in the alcohol dragster division So um, and not being able to race. So we'll see if he can still pull it out and win the championship. Yeah. Uh, He's got a few more races left. But... But the uh, first thing I thought was like, oh, yeah, that's Tony Stewart, you know. But uh, doesn't it, seem it, to it hurt It was him. big news, though. And yeah. from what I saw, too, it, basically why they were so upset and why that was such a big deal is because it is supposed to be a part that comes straight from the manufacturer yeah. and just plugs right yeah. into the It has to be NHRA approved. Yeah. Um, and that's why a lot of guys don't run NHRA. I mean, don't get me wrong. NHRA is a great, a great uh, company. It's a great, uh, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? But that's why our track went to IHRA, International Hot Rod Association. They kind of changed because NHRA is kind of, they kind of got too big for their britches, I think, where IHRA is more for the sportsman racer like you and I. And, uh, and, and that was the problem with some people not wanting to go race with NHRA because everything's got to be NHRA approved. So if it's approved, what's that mean? It's probably cost you an extra twenty, thirty, forty, hundred dollars for that part, or the other part, you know, for us low budget racers. So that's what it really comes down to. But uh, yeah, Tony Stewart should have known better, but he probably didn't know what was going on. I mean, <laughs> that's his it's the company he hires and his race team and his crew chief should have known better. But uh, well, I think they'll be all right. Speaking of Tony Stewart, we're going to go to a NASCAR on the other side of this right break. On, right Stay on. tuned, guys, because we have Jonathan Field coming on the show. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. Woo! 101.7, the team. This is Kyle Larson, driving number five CL1 Camaro for Hendrick Motorsports. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio. 
1017 The Team. This is Alex Bowman, driver of the 48 Allied Chevrolet for Hendrick Motorsports. You're listening to Spencer Hill and David Swope on ESPN Radio 1017. The Pit Stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, and Halburn's Truck and Equipment. Here's David. Good morning and happy race day, everybody. Of course, big, big weekend here as we roll into some NASCAR coverage uh, as we get into the second half of the New Mexico Motorsports Report. We're joined by Jonathan Field this morning. Jonathan, man, you've been all over the place this year. I know you've been busy covering the sport, and this last week is probably one of the biggest news weeks that we've had in quite a long time. Wow, yeah, at least in terms of the schedule, uh, the very mysterious schedule. Uh, we've heard so many different things about it, and we got some different things confirmed. Indy Oval, North Wilkesboro back for All-Star Race. It's been crazy, and it's coming just little spurts, right? You you get a little hint that the Indy Oval's coming back, and then you hear about North Wilkesboro is going to have the All-Star Race, and then I'm hearing No Roval, the Clash, of mm-hmm. course, being reannounced. So that yeah. has been just interesting to me, to say the least. Yeah. What are you most excited about for the 2024 NASCAR schedule? I think the Brickyard 400, because the race, I mean, there's a reason why they went to the road course. A lot of fans didn't like it. The drivers love it. I mean, it's Indianapolis. Everybody wants to win there. But, you know, we've seen with the road course, it just hasn't had the same luster among the drivers and, I guess, among the fans as well. So now we have a new car. We have, you know, a new package, new everything. How's this going to work with the Indy Oval? Yeah, it's definitely going to be something to see, right? Because yeah. we, in the years past, everybody's complained, oh, NASCAR's just not meant for the big oval. It just mm-hmm. doesn't provide the right amount of racing. Then we change it up completely. We go road course racing, and people still just are not happy with the product that it, it comes mm-hmm. forth. And it's interesting to me to see people now re-excited yeah. for the Brickyard 400. <laughs> and I am too. I, I'm a really big on tradition. And I think that it's important to bring that back. Uh, I think this is, what, coming up on the 30th anniversary of the event, too? 30th anniversary, so yep. That, that's big news for them. Uh, I'm excited to see what everybody is uh, able to work out. And hopefully, I mean, time will tell, but we got to pack the stands for that race. Oh, absolutely. Even if, you know, and someone brought up a good point. Even if the stands are 50%, you know, that's still 150,000 people. When you think about Indianapolis, that'd be the most attended race of the year but yeah, I agree. We need to pack the stands. We need to, like, 1994 all over again. That'd be quite a sight. Absolutely. And another thing that I was kind of keeping a pulse on this week is there's been rumblings about NASCAR trying to go back up north, up to Montreal. That's right. And I've heard that there's some logistical issues there, but I've also heard a rumor that we're trying to bring Richmond down to one race weekend and make it a very elongated weekend yeah. uh, with trucks, Xfinity, and possibly a double cup weekend. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's interesting, and I guess Richmond has kind of been that collapsible weekend. We've seen it move the last couple of years. And of course, the Olympics are coming up, so they need that two-week window. Richmond falls perfectly in that. I think it'd be interesting to, to just see how Richmond would do with one weekend, because, you know, like with Pocono and Michigan, they've gone down to one weekend. Their attendance has gone up. Maybe that could happen for Richmond. Do you think we need to go to these tracks two times? I mean, yes, I, I see mm-hmm. it with Daytona, maybe. 
Charlotte, yes. Mm-hmm. What other tracks do you think need to stay at two weekends? And are we okay with dumping the rest to just one weekend and trying some new things? I think generally, yeah, I, I think so. Uh, like NASCAR has said, we need to be in as many places as possible. That's why they're going to Chicago. That's why Xfinity's up at Portland. You know, uh, for two dates, I think you could do da- Daytona. You could do Talladega. You could do Charlotte, Darlington, Martinsville, Bristol, the bread and butter tracks that are really popular among fans. And then I think about a place like Phoenix as well, you know, a place that's out west that has a lot of interest. I mean, they always sell out. You've seen it when you've been there. You know, there's a lot of interest in it. But, you know, we need to get to the Pacific Northwest. We need to get to Canada, Mexico. It sounds like there is interest in that with Montreal, Mexico City. I I agree with you there. I I think that it's important to get out to new markets. I'm hoping they come in west a little bit uh, because it'd be really cool to see them somewhere close to us. I know that, of course, we got Phoenix pretty close to Albuquerque, Mm -hmm. Texas Motor Speedway, Mm -hmm. relatively close. But, I mean, that's like kind of your two options, Vegas maybe, Kansas maybe. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, fans over here in New Mexico are a little bit limited as far as the schedule goes. So time will tell. I think uh, it's very exciting to see where they're moving with the schedule. Mm -hmm. And, uh, man, I, I just... I need the full release already. <laughs> We're going to have it pretty soon. I'm here in the next week or so on that. With schedule talk, though, big weekend of racing coming up. We are at Talladega Ooh. Super Speedway. Chip, I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Oh, gosh, love it. And speaking of Talladega Nights like that, Ryan Priest has a really, really cool uh memorial basically uh-huh. paint scheme going on with chase briscoe can, uh-huh. can you tell us a little bit about what they got going on with the talladega knights throwback schemes oh it, it is every sponsor's dream uh just what they're doing i mean ryan priest you remember the wonder bread scheme you can picture in your head ricky bobby and then you have chase briscoe with uh, uh cal, cal Nodden's, uh old spice car I don't know if they're going to run down the front straight away and hug on the front straight or what, you know, I guess that's John Gerard, but the ad reads they're doing with all their different sponsors, Ryan Priest, Chase Briscoe, I mean, this is great for Stuart Oss Racing, who really has had not a very good year, to be able to do something memorable like this, to really put themselves out there, this is so cool. If you're not following those two on social media, as well as Stuart Haas Racing this week, stop mm-hmm. everything you're doing right after this show. <laughs> Go watch some of the videos that they put out because it is absolutely oh. hilarious. Absolutely. It, it is so funny <laughs> to see what they've been putting up as far as content base. It, it is, it's one of the and coolest things I've seen in a long time, and I feel like it's hard to get sponsors mm-hmm. to do that nowadays. It, it's fun yeah. that they're able to do that, and I'm excited for the Yellowwood 500 this weekend. Mm-hmm. Big weekend as far as playoffs go. I know that mm-hmm. truck race is coming up here in just a couple hours. Uh, they mm-hmm. just wrapped up qualifying for that event. As far as the playoff situation goes for trucks and cup, who do you feel are in trouble right now? Who is going to be very, very scared to get to Daytona, or excuse me, Talladega this weekend? Well, first of all, I want to point out that RJ just brought us two Mountain Dews, one for Spencer and I each. So, cheers up, buddy. Cheers up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I think one driver that really needs some help going into Talladega and just needs to get through is Kyle Larson, because we saw him last week, you know, look like he was going to win and get into the next round, had that wreck, wrecked out of the race, you know, and now we go to Talladega where, I mean, Kyle Larson has said before, you know, I hate this place. I, I do not like running here. This is not my type of track, you know, and now he's kind of in a spot where he needs to have a good points day. So I'm, 
I'm a little nervous about that, especially since last year at the Roval, we saw him wreck out of the race as well. I don't know. Who do you think, Spencer? You know, somebody that I think that needs to have just a very clean weekend yeah. is Martin Truex Jr. Yeah. He he is right there on the cusp. He is really, I mean, he's not that great at Talladega, mm-hmm. and he is he's good at the Roval, but you mm-hmm. can't go in counting on winning that race. Mm-hmm. Talladega is just one of the craziest races that we have in the playoffs. I think every driver is at least at some level concerned going into mm-hmm. this weekend. But my question to you is, how do you balance trying to go for stage points and getting a little bit of a buffer versus mm-hmm. hanging out in the back and just missing all the big ones? And at, at that point, we've seen some of these races go green for quite a long time. If you have mm-hmm. a bad pit road, uh, if you have a penalty, if you have anything go on, there's a very good chance that you're going a lap down. And if you go a lap down here, you're, you're done. Your day is done. Yeah. So how do you balance as a driver and a crew chief going for stage points, staying in that top mix mm-hmm. versus being conservative enough not to get in that big one. Uh, that, that's the $64,000 question right there. I mean, especially when you have a package where it's a little harder to pass than the Gen 6 was, you know, so you need that track position. Ultimately, I think you'll see a lot of teams that are, you know, on the cusp of maybe getting eliminated will try going for the stage points more. So that way, if something happens later in the race, they at least have that buffer as opposed to hanging in the back all day, then finally making your move, getting wrecked out, and only having, what, six points to show for. Yeah, definitely going to be interesting to watch. Of course, that truck race coming up at uh, 11 o'clock our time, and the Yellowwood 500 coming up tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern, noon o'clock our time. Jonathan, I know that you have a couple races coming up on your personal schedule this year covering NASCAR. What are you most excited for, and how can we follow those? Yeah, so Las Vegas. Got the bell there here. Right? It has Las Vegas on I had to ring the bell. <laughs> um, and then uh, Phoenix is coming up, so that's championship weekend. And, I mean, with the way the intermediate racing's been lately, that Las Vegas could be a treat. And, of course, I mean, Phoenix, you have all the championships decided, so that's going to be interesting uh follow me on twitter uh facebook jonathan field uh f-j-e-l-d is how i spell my last name the racingexpress.com and check out all the work jonathan thank you so much it's been a pleasure having you in this morning looking forward to catching up with you soon hopefully before the season's done uh thank mm-hmm. you for your time man yeah and hopefully at the track for sure absolutely so with that we're gonna roll into one more break before we close out and we're gonna go to Phoenix, Arizona with Caleb Size on the other side. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. One oh one seven, the team. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on ESPN, Albuquerque one oh one seven, the team. This is Kyle Larson, driving the number 5 DL1 Camaro for Hendrick Motorsports. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio, 101.7 The Team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, and Halburn's Truck and Equipment. Here's David. Good morning, everybody. Of course, Spencer Hill filling in for David Swope this morning, and we got our noisemaker joining us, too, Steve Agee. the weekend, baby! We, we are pumped up in the studio, and I'm also pumped up to go over next door to Arizona to go check in with Caleb Seiss, uh, who's going to be racing at Casa Grande this weekend. 
Caleb, really big night for you. Can you tell us a little bit about how everything came together with this Allen and Kayleen Verville number zero one car? Yeah, sure. Thank you guys for having me on and uh good talking with you guys. Always really enjoy being on the show. Um but uh but yeah, a few weeks back I got a call from Allen and um I was kinda of surprised by it because Allen usually doesn't call me just out of the blue and um I figured it was something bad or really good, so um but it turned out to be good, and uh, he offered me to run his zero one car here in uh, Costa Grande, and and uh, I just you know couldn't say no to that. We schedule was my schedule was open, and and uh, just had to jump on the opportunity. And Caleb, just a couple weeks ago, you were running side by side with that same car that you're hopping into today, but it was a different driver behind the wheel of the zero one, Sammy Swindell was behind the wheel, and you were battling back and forth with him. What does it feel like to now transfer over, and I saw a video of you getting able to peel off Sammy Swindell's driver stickers to then put yours on. How, how does that feel? How can you even put that into words? <laughs> uh, it feels really good. You know, it's pretty cool. Um, kind of surreal, you know. Just, I mean, to be able to race with Sammy's, cool in general but to be racing with him for the win and and uh to be somewhat competitive with him you know is really cool and and um so you know that's i mean super special to me and and then to get the opportunity to race the car that he raced in knoxville and and all that mm-hmm. this past year and, and yeah to pull his name off the the hood of the car and stuff like that was pretty cool um you know but you just gotta stay humble you know and and keep your head down and at the end of the day go out there and put in the work and try to win the race and of course talking to caleb size from albuquerque new mexico this morning 19 races this year three wins 13 top fives and more interesting 17 top tens that is a really good season so far but it's kind of been a roller coaster for you too i know that you had a really bad bad accident early in the year in vado uh took you out of competition for a few weeks and then you've been kind of battling back and forth between racing, uh, more so wing than non-wing, and, and kind of changing your schedule up. Can you tell us about how difficult it was to come back into the sport and not have lost any of the momentum that you built early in the season? Yeah, it was tough, you know. Um, uh, just go, just recovering from the injuries and, and whatnot, you know, I was out for two months, and uh, it just, you know, I mean, you kind of, I mean, it would be just like anyone else, you know. You just figure, wow, you know, how is it going to be when I come back? How am I going to feel? Am I still going to have the same drive as I did before, you know, because you, you get a taste of what could actually happen, you know, and and the seriousness comes into the sport, and you're like, wow, you know, you can get hurt. And and uh, so it does take some of the fun out of it a little bit. But, but, you know, to come back and just be a little bit smarter, you know, pay attention to detail and be a little bit more precise, I think it kind of, in the long run, it's helped me out a little bit, and, um, you know, so it wasn't too tough, you know, but but it was tough, though, you know, but, uh, but yeah, we're just focusing a little bit more on wing, and and uh, I think we're more set up to run wing with uh, David Burns' car, mm-hmm. and um, so, I mean, that's the plan going forward, so. So, can you give us any announcement on your 2024 plans, then? Yeah, it's just kind of tentative at the moment, you know, um, what we're planning on doing and what we end up doing is two different things, but, 
but uh, but we're planning on running a little bit more in the Midwest with the wing car with the ASCS Sooner Region, maybe even some national stuff. Um, but you know, whenever it makes sense, there's really no way we could really uh, be able to run a, a national tour um, full time. But but to hit some races here and there a few times a month is is our goal. And then going back to tonight, just a couple minutes left here before we got to close out. But going back to tonight with Verville Racing, I know that's a big opportunity for you. Uh, you want to do really well for Alan and Kayleen. What are your goals as you roll into tonight? Uh, I know that it's been a couple weeks since you've been behind the wheel, but uh, you're still really fresh. You've had a great year so far. Uh, are you going out there just for a win? Are you going out there to just run some solid laps? What are your thought processes as you roll into tonight? Oh, well, you know, yesterday I, I was able to go over to the shop and put my seat in and get comfortable, which was really big for me. You know, was, you know, whenever you jump into a new car, you, that's a little bit of a concern. Is like, man, just to make sure you're comfortable and everything. So we were able to do that. So that was really nice. And I know Kayleen and Alan have a really good car. They have a lot of good knowledge on setups and, and whatnot. So um, I'm feeling comfortable with everything. I know that they're, they're going to give me a good car, so... Uh, I was talking with Alan last night. He's he's definitely expecting a win, um, but for sure a top three. Um, but uh, but you know, at the end of the day, I just got to go over there and, like you said, get some solid laps in and take care of their equipment and bring home the car in one piece. Caleb, thank you so much for your time this morning, man. Good luck tonight. I want to see you at the top of the podium. Uh, hopefully, everything goes smooth for you. And if people want to follow along with tonight's action, how can they do that? Uh, I believe it is on my race pass. I'm not exactly sure if they're streaming it on uh, anywhere, but for sure my race pass, I'll I'll do my best to give some updates on my uh, Facebook and Instagram account. Um, but also, if you guys haven't heard or or know, I'm starting trying to start up a YouTube channel. If you guys just search my name on YouTube and like and subscribe, that'd be really cool. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy the videos in the future. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Caleb. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, guys. All right. That was Caleb Sice out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, racing at Casa Grande later on this afternoon in the Kayleen and Allen Verville, number 01, taking over Sammy Swindell's seat. That's pretty cool, huh? That's got to be crazy. I mean, sitting in a car of a champion, I kind of chickened out. I was going to ask him, once he got the car, did he look it over and see, like, any suspensions difference that he's used to seeing and maybe the little secrets maybe were given away when he got the car? If I know Caleb and I know the Vervilles, they aren't going to give away all their speed secrets because, man, they have been on it this year. They've had a very, very good season, both the team and the driver there. But that's Um, just got to be wild. you know. Like like you said, like peeling the name off and then sitting in the cockpit. I mean, you're sitting in that car and you got to just feel a little vibes, you know. And exciting to see that he's going to be back yeah. with Halburn's Racing next year. Yeah, crazy. Great, great feeling. Good for him, man. I'm glad he's doing all right after the accident, and he seems fine. I'm just, he's a true racer, man. Back in the seat, and let's go. Oh, yeah, definitely an old-school type racer. Yeah. Uh, whatever it takes to just get back in the seat. Uh, we got a couple minutes here to close out the show, Steve. I do want to talk about the Hooters Halloween Spooktacular yeah. Car Show. That's that we right. Got coming up. A few more weeks. It, it's a big one. Last man. week in October. What's the date on that, RJ? Um, 28th? 20th. October 28th. There you yep, go. Saturday. So Saturday. Get there early, right? Get it, there early. Yes, get you your stuff get set up. Early. It's going to be a blast, man. Last year was a, a great time. I mean, it's just a tradition here in, in Albuquerque and the Hooters on San Mateo. So, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm glad you guys and Dave all took it over and uh, kept it going and... Uh, 
Yeah, you people got to make plans, get out there. Best costume contest, the kids' costume contest, uh, spookiest cars, and it's just a fun, filled, uh, fun, great day, man. And I think that's my favorite part of this show too. It, it's fun. I already love Halloween, right? right. Everybody right. loves dressing Everybody up, them. and you get to dress your car up. There's been some amazing, amazing right. setups in the last few years, and this year it's going to be bigger and better than yes. ever. Again, Saturday. October 28, 2023. Setup is going to be at 7.30 a.m. Show starts at 9. Go right. on to www.nmmotorsportsreport.com slash spooktacular car show for all that information and, of course, on our Facebook page. If you've been following us along live here, it is just a couple posts below. You can go check that out as well as some stories from our September issue. Steve, what do you got going on in the next week? And then we'll close out. Well, like I said, next week, the 14th, October, we got the Hot Rod Rumble coming up. And then, of course, the Spooktacular at Hooters. So those are two big shows coming up. Make plans, come on out, and get out to the Albuquerque Dragway in two weeks uh, for the Hot Rod Rumble. It's going to be a good time. Tell your friends, family, everybody, come on. And get out there. You bring your cooler. You can bring everything. Adult beverage, hang out, have a great time. Come on. All right. So. One more time. Ring the bell. It's time to close time out the to show, close guys. Out the show. Steve, thank you so much for joining us. Dan, appreciate you. As always, behind the glass, RJ, you're the man, buddy. Appreciate all the work you do with the Law Tiger event calendar and on Facebook Live. You guys, thank you for listening. It's been a great show. Woo-hoo. I'm going to go to a couple meetings and Talladega, then go to Dirty baby. Bourbon. Talladega weekend. Talladega. See you guys. Thank you so much. You've been listening to New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. Cheers. Cheers. I'm on jacked up on my- Thank you for listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, and Hal Burns Truck and Equipment here on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. Join us daily at nmmotorsportsreport.com and become part of the community. Tune in next week, where your host David Swope will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene. Whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing are park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it.